Welcome into episode number one thirty four of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. We didn't uh, we didn't fall off the face of the earth. We're we're back and and kind of better than ever. I could say we're we're sitting here two and zero, non conference play, but regardless, we're seventh in the country, two and zero, uh, and absolutely beat the brakes off of a, a Delaware Blue Hens football team today. So love to see it. But uh, what's going on with my degenerate friend Joey House? <laughs> Yeah, so I just placed a wager and I forgot that I had it going on. So, uh, but no, we're, we are doing, uh, at least we're doing financially better than ever. Uh, we've tripled our bankroll in the last week. So that, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't complain with, uh, with the bankroll ticking up there. I mean, this, this, uh, I what this, this spread opened up at like uh, for the Delaware, uh, Penn State game. What was that spread? It, so it, it posted this morning um, on DraftKings at, uh, at about nine o'clock in the morning, and it opened up at uh, forty-one and a half, I think, uh, or no, maybe forty and a half, but with a total of fifty and a half. So I immediately jumped on the over, and within an hour, that total had gone from fifty and a half to fifty-five. Yeah. Um, so. They they realized the error of their ways pretty quickly, um, and that's why a lot of times you won't see FBS schools uh, when they're playing FCS schools. You won't see that line until right before the game. It used to be that they, there wouldn't be a line at all, and now because there's so many degenerates like myself, they like to give the people what they want. <laughs> Gets the people going. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. No. I. I... I did see it pop up at one point. I think I saw 42 and a half. I don't know what time I checked, but. Um, yeah, it may have closed differently. I don't know about that because I did not take Penn State minus any points. I just knew they were going to score. I was concerned when it gets to be that high, uh, particularly with Penn State. And I mean, but this is this is not the Penn State that I grew up with. Uh they don't fall prey to backdoor covers like Joe Pa's teams would sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they're and, not the uh, the ground and pound uh, team that that like that's what I remember. I mean, you obviously you saw a lot more of uh, the Joe Pa years than I did, but I, I just remember like it was a pretty basic offensive game plan, no matter who they were playing, and and they were going to run it between the tackles like as many times as, as possible most of the time. I mean, not. Not every time, but yeah. Uh, the, the thing about w- with Joe Pa was though, um, he got his back. He never ran the score up intentionally. Um, there was one year they beat. I, I think it was Cincinnati. They won eighty-one to nothing, huh. uh, and but that was with his third-string quarterback broke. It, it was uh, Tony Saka's little brother, John Saka broken 80 yard touchdown run like you can't and that was the whole big thing with with franklin and his running it in the last game against west virginia you can't ask your second string to just go in and, and take a knee like it, what he said made perfect sense um there was a lot of talk with that said like if West Virginia would have done that okie doke shit with the circle and going for two and calling timeouts that he probably wouldn't have done that. But when you put your when you put your players in there, 
especially when they don't get a lot of reps, you want to let them play. 100%. And yeah. that's what I loved what, what Franklin did. I mean, he took Alar out uh, after the first or second series in the second half. Uh, he let Prebula in for a while, and then he even got in his third string, Jackson Smolik. And I, I love that. Like, but he, but at the same time, he let him play. Like, Trey Potts wasn't just running up the gut. He was running their offense. Like, and, and that's – you've got to get these guys prepared because you, you never – I mean, they're literally one play away from being a starter. Like, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, well, they say uh... – they say football collisions are worse than a car crash most of the time. So, um, like you said, I mean, at any any given point, I mean, we, we would hate to see it, and I don't want to speak it into existence is the last thing I want to do. But, um, you know, and like you said, any any given time in, in a football game, I don't care if you're playing Pop Warner. I mean, some kid could run over another kid and break his collar. But like, you just don't know. So, exactly. it's, it's – I, I totally – I'm totally with you. Even if – like let's say Alar played into the fourth quarter and, and they're throwing bombs down the side. Like at, at some point, like I, I totally get it. And I am pretty old school when it comes to a lot of things and in, in sports, especially, but like, if you can't uh, see, I think the NFL is a little different because like when the Patriots would like, I, I, I can't remember who they played at. They won like 63 to something. And Brady was just like throwing bombs to Randy Moss, like the whole second half. And I really hated that, but the the reason I can I can kind of defend where I'm coming from is, like, college is the ranking system. So if if Penn State would have came exactly. out and won 35-7 this game, and then they struggle later in the year and they barely beat UMass, let's say twenty eight to twenty one, like then that all of that gets accumulated into it's about quality of win instead of just quantity. Exactly, and you're exactly right, um, and that's why. And the thing about the NFL too, though, is that it seems like those like comebacks can happen too. So that like you're never you're never guaranteed of something until the fucking bell went. Until oh, look at blows. look at yeah, and I I know Mahomes is a unicorn, but look how many times. I mean, just look at that that uh, that game last year with the the Chargers and the and the Jaguars and the in yeah the exactly. Like that game was should have been out of reach. I mean, you look at there's been so many examples like the Falcons against the Patriots in the Super Bowl twenty eight to three. Like, yeah, I think, and I'm not gonna go into um, is the NFL scripted, not scripted. Like, I, I definitely think there's a lot of games where I'm like, what, the, how the fuck did that even, happen? you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes you ask questions. In my mind, um, you know, if you think at least a little bit rationally, I think the NFL has a lot of question marks. Not to say college doesn't, but there's a lot of comebacks, so I, I get that. But um, just the way, and probably it's probably just me being so anti New England Patriots, but I just remember certain games that that undefeated season where they would be up fifty to ten or fifty to fourteen, and they'd just be. It's not even like they were trying to get first downs; like they would be trying to score seventy, eighty points on teams, and like uh, that rubs me the wrong way, but. College, it's a different story, and and like you said, yeah. it's the quality of wins, and especially if you do take your backups, or if you put your backups in, and and they're just dominating the other team's first team. Like uh, we saw Bo Pervula do well against uh, West Virginia, and and do do well against Delaware. Like 
at, at some point you gotta you gotta let them play and and if the other team can't stop you like i'm, I'm sorry that's just it sucks yeah. for them it's a gut punch even more than they're already getting gut punched but you exactly. gotta just suck up your pride and and it's football man like it's not if we're not you don't playing. like it stop them find a way yeah find a way so um yeah 63 7 i mean i honestly when it was 14 7 i didn't think it was going to end up being 63 to 7 i i thought maybe like a 40 42 7 something like that but they after delaware scored they pretty much said yeah enough enough is enough for you for you guys uh your little your little 63 i think yard run was it uh you know yeah. it's that's the extent of what you're going to do offensively today <laughs> exactly and the thing is though it was such a deceiving effort offensively because i mean when we were talking off air i'm just like yeah they didn't really even have that much yards uh total offense but they did they had 541 yards of total offense like that's <laughs> uh Tron rushed for 103 yards uh, Singleton only 47 yards, but three TDs. And I think that's where, like, it, it kind of lulled you into sleep. But they just, <clears throat> I mean, as expected, rushed at will against these guys. I mean, six yeah. rushing touchdowns on the day. Um, but yeah. their longest run was 20 yards by Trey Potts. Yeah, and if you look, I mean, if you really look in depth on these numbers, it's it's almost like hysterical because I mean, Penn State on the day had thirty four first downs to Delaware's five. I mean that 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 alone pretty much <laughs> that uh, that tells you the story. I mean, Penn State went for it three times on fourth down, got it all three times. Um, I think one thing James Franklin and 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 the rest of the the team will address this week though are are the penalties in this one just because. They played such, and you're not, you're never going to play, you know, clean games week in and week out, especially with the way these refs are. I mean, they call a hold, you know, you, you, you grab a guy's um, shoulder pad, they call a hold nowadays, but um, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, seven penalties for 55 yards. Del Delaware only had five penalties for 33 yards. I mean, I get it. Delaware barely had the ball. I mean, time of possession, <laughs> Penn State had 42 minutes, Delaware 17. It was, it was just not competitive at all. I mean, like you expect uh, an F, what is it, FBS, or FBS playing an FCS team. Correct. I can never, I, I'm still, I give me Division One versus Division Two. I like that better. Well, but, but see, now D Delaware wasn't Division Two though. They were one double A. Yeah, yeah. So it is still a, a mind fuckery. <laughs> it is. But it, it, it made, and what I never understood was the fact that one double A has the playoffs. When you, what, you just think that the top division would have the fucking large field right. playoff. Yeah, like your your uh, your Reading Phillies of the world basically is what what Delaware is. If you look at it, like in the grand scheme, that would be like the MLB not having the playoffs, but the Double A. You know, like right. it just it doesn't make sense. It's it's I re I remember that because I used to, I mean I I still have that that soft spot for Delaware. Um, yeah, you want them to do well. I want them to do well. To Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if they play anybody else, really, I want them to, to kick ass. But it, it was, yeah, I mean, you got to think, though, I, and I was thinking this I was, as I was watching Delaware walk in. I'm not saying these guys are pansies by any means. Uh, yeah, and I'm not trying to make light of, like, the F FCS schools and stuff like that. But, like, them walking in, because I've been to their stadium so many times, and I forget what it holds, maybe 40,000, like, maybe. I, I don't even know. 
Um, and I, I'll find that out. But I, I will too. <laughs> the uh, you got to think these guys have a little bit of uh, feces in their pants. Well, I mean, come on, you're walking into Beaver Stadium. There, there's only a few other stadiums in the country that are that of that magnitude. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. imagine if they had to play. Not, I'm not even saying a whiteout, but if this game was like a a six o'clock start, like I can't imagine what those kids mentally are kind of going through because playing the Villanovas of the world and the Richmond Spiders and 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 those type of schools, uh, James Madison before James Madison made the jump, like those are not even on the same stratosphere as far as just the atmosphere um, of a Penn State. I mean, you, you got to be like excited as a player. I'm not saying like I'm, I'm not trying to say these guys are are less than Penn state as far as like their mental capacity and things. But when you make a jump, like that's like, you're going from double a to the major leagues and like overnight, like you're like, all right, here we are. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Kind of like when Bryce Harper went from Harrisburg to Washington and uh, Delaware stadium seats 22,000. Yeah. So- <laughs> and it's, the, that's the largest seating capacity in the Colonial Athletic Conference or Association, which is what they're in in the FCS. So, wow. That, that's great. Like I've been there 18, plenty of times. 000, and- it, it, uh, it's either 22,000 or 18,000. But at, when you're talking that little, four, I guess 4,000 really does matter a lot. <laughs> 22,000 um, is what it is. But yeah. That's great. Like, the, like I said, I just, I think it's called Raymond Jones Stadium or used to or now it's called Delaware Stadium, whatever. But um I remember like so many I mean, I used to go to every one of their home games for years and it doesn't feel that I mean, I guess when you're looking at because I'm looking at the bleachers, like an empty bleachers right now, and it it looks small, don't get me wrong, but it like to compare that to Penn State, like now it's just like that is I mean, that's five. That's base or yeah, that's yeah. almost five uh yeah, four, like four and a half. Four and a half, yeah. It's, it's like it's just, and you're the away guys. Obviously, you're you're coming in there with, you know, you're not supposed to be there. Basically, I mean, they they get a payday out of it, and in the grand scheme of things, it probably makes them a little bit better. I mean, I'm sure they're 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 licking their their wounds tonight because they played a team that's seventh in the country, and they're not going to see another team even close to that magnitude this year, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I would just love to be inside the minds of some of those guys because I just I, love to be on their squad and just like, like you said, just walk out through the tunnel and just hear the crowd. And like, that just has to be amazing, even if it's not for you. It's just, oh, you'll never forget. Yeah, those guys will never forget that experience. I mean, absolutely. And, and, and they'll never know, have another experience like that. Yeah, I mean, even if they go on to the NFL, which I mean, there's there's been some guys, there's there's some current Delaware players in the they were showing that on the broadcast. There's, yeah. I think the Colts safety. There's a there's a linebacker on the Rams. Uh, you know, there's obviously Joe Flacco. I don't I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. Back in the third string somewhere, or second string. But um, there's been I mean, Rich Gannon was a Delaware, uh, yeah. you know, alumni or or at least he played there. Like, uh, uh, so was your man Joe Biden. I was see. I wasn't gonna bring that up. <laughs> I wasn't see. This isn't a political show, but oh um, my, that that uh, one bad apple doesn't ruin the tree. I guess. Well, we'll we'll keep it there because I could. This could be a whole show within itself. But yeah, no. I mean, good for good for Delaware for uh, for I mean, they got like I said, they got the payday. They got 
um, that's probably going to help even recruiting um, just because, you know, maybe they'll play one, one team like this a year, or even if they play like a, an NC state or like somebody of, you know, decent magnitude um, it's something for that, for that program. And yeah, it's just funny. I, I remember, I mean, not too long ago, Penn, maybe it was even last year they played Villanova Penn state did. Um, so, I mean, they, they, they're starting to play some of these, uh, some teams in this conference, which is cool, uh, just because uh, for me, like I, I, I know the, I used to know these teams really, really well. So, um, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it was an ass kicking as, as you expected it to be, but um, just cool seeing that matchup. Never thought I would I would see that uh, on the same field. So, um, but yeah, Penn State now will travel for the first time this season to. To Illinois next week, what what do we think about this Illinois football team? Uh, not much, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Well, I uh, back in 2021, I thought Illinois wasn't shit, and I remember that game all too well. That was one of the. I mean, I my blood pressure was probably 200 over 120 or whatever. Like it was probably pegged, uh, not not measurable at that point. Uh, at, but at the end of that game. So I do hear you. I, I think Penn state should handle them well, or should handle them, you know, relatively easy. Uh, now, I mean, it is a big 10 matchup. It's their first big 10 game of the year. Uh, and it is on the road, not to say Illinois is the, the horseshoe or, or the big house, neither one of those, but, but it's still a road environment. It, it's a, a significant a first time starting quarterback. Yeah, and it, you're right. It's significant. I mean, any Big Ten school you go to is, it's going to be a hostile environment. Like it's not, it's not a cakewalk. And and you're the you're the seventh. They know that Penn State this is the seventh ranked team in the nation, and they're trying to to knock them off just like everybody else is. So, um, should be interesting. I mean, I think, um, I don't know too much about this this Illinois team. I mean, I know, uh, under the under the code the current coach that they do have. They're kind of a ground and pound team, you know, going back the last couple of years. Um, it's kind of like play really good defense and run the ball well and and try and win that way. Um, so yeah, playing the really good defense part is uh, falling a little bit by the wayside uh, this year <laughs> so far. Uh, they're averaging giving up 477 yards a game. And this is against they started out. They struggled winning against Kent or Toledo. They needed a last-second field goal to win 30 to 28, and then they lost at Kansas, which isn't as bad as it used to be. Um, Kansas has really started to turn their program around, and, and they're now no longer the doormat of the Big 12. They're they're respectable, uh, but that's a game if you want to consider yourself an aspire uh, up and coming national team you got to win those types of games yeah i mean yeah even to even to keep just to piggyback off of that like even to keep pacing the big 10 you can't drop a game like that because you know you're going to play the likes of ohio state michigan like it's another like a penn state situation where if you lose a game to one of those teams that you shouldn't lose to you're pretty much going to be on the outside looking in unless you would pull a crazy upset out of your ass uh, which i don't i don't expect them to um no, now I mean because it was a bit, it was an out conference game. It doesn't affect their conference standings, but it affects their nationals. Like if you have national aspirations, which would have taken a serious hit in the first week, only winning by two over uh, a MAC team. Uh, 
Um, but having said that, like you said, it's still it's still it's still a conference game, and uh, I mean they're they have a way of being tricky. Um, I am actually a real big Brett Bielma fan. Um, I never pronounce his name right. I think that's probably the first time I ever came close. <laughs> um, he listens to the show, by the way. I, well, I was, and as well, he should. Um, <laughs> I, I never understood why he left Wisconsin for Arkansas. Uh, because, I mean, I understand it's the SEC, and, and that's kind of – I think if I was a Wisconsin fan, I would – like, that's such a slap in the face. I think, our, I, I think you're a closet Wisconsin fan, though. That's the thing. Oh, I, I'm not a closet. I'm a big. big <laughs> no, fan. I know, I know, I know. That's no, no, I I, they're my second. They're my second favorite team in the Big Ten, like, because um, I covered them last year, and I grew. That's why I'm so bullish on them. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big, big Wisconsin fan. Um, I think their backfield is comparable to ours. Uh, but th- that's getting off the subject a little bit. Well, uh, actually, we don't even we'll play Wisconsin in the in the Big Ten championship. So, um, hot take, yeah, hot take, yeah. There you go. Um, actually, and, and my big hot take for the Penn State Delaware game came to fruition because I said Jackson Smolik would get in. Um, I actually was I was wondering if he would he would get a score, and, and unfortunately he didn't. But he did see a. He got some snaps in, and that was nice. Um, but I think that this is uh, this will this is the way that that Penn State schedule has been constructed it is perfect because it, it's it doesn't st- the West Virginia game could have been tricky, um, and we can just be very very thankful that the rotation was that we played at home this year and. We play in Morgantown next year because if that would have been reverse, uh, that would have been a major win for Alar if he could have won his first game starting in Morgantown because that place gets fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, not much else and, to do there. So no, no, except drinking fuck and watch football. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, no, I'm just gonna. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we try and keep it a an R-rated show, not a uh, not not push the boundaries. But speaking of sex, my my, so the over under of girls at Alar can play tonight is that three and a half. Oh my god, that's I'm hammering that over. That I I would take a loan out, uh, max out every. I mean, you go to Penn State, you pretty much. You you walk into it as a as average Joe Schmo, so um, Drew Allar, yeah, he could probably I I I'd put the limit at like ten. I mean, I think he's he's yeah, maybe three at once. Three at once. I mean, you got it's a full rotation. Peter grand got, slam, grand slam action. You get. I mean, he he pretty much has the by he has state college by the balls. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, they have. I guess they have him by the balls if you think about it. <laughs> um, yeah, he. Uh, not not to say I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not jealous, but I am I am jealous. So uh, yeah, well, I mean, good for him though. I mean, no, he's a stud. He's a stud. And the thing is, though, he just seems like a genuinely nice guy. Although I, um, I had read a uh, a report after the uh, after the West Virginia game, uh, one of the offensive linemen was talking about uh, Alar had come up to the 
to the line to get ready or something like that. And they, uh, the lineman said, Al, Al Arturo's, get the fuck down. And he's just like, did he just drop the F-bomb? Like, he, he never says that. So he's starting to become the leader that you want him to. And that was, I mean, everybody knew that he had the tools and he had he had the talent and, and whatnot. They just didn't know because it, it, he never had a chance to at the Penn State level. Could he be a leader? And he has just slid into that. He is everything that you want in a quarterback. And like again, this is not a hot take. I'm not saying he's he's the most talented player Penn State has ever had a quarterback. Talent wise, yeah. In my lifetime, now he's not the best Penn State quarterback ever yet. But no, I mean we're, we're 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 see, and that's what I I hate. Not not saying I hate what you're saying. I'm saying I hate when people are like, "Oh my God!" Like I remember one of them that was brought up was like Michael Vick. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys, but they they even Lamar Jackson gets those compared like where it's like this is the he is the best like the best uh, of version of him like basically what i'm trying to get as through like two or three games or like through half a season they'll be like oh my god we've never seen somebody play the position like this da 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 this and that and the third like i hate when people jump the gun is what i'm trying to get at like right let, let's we, he's played two games he's played about as well as he could have yes but like i want to see him play ohio state and and not be and not get unraveled you know what i mean and right. and play michigan and not come unglued and like Exactly, and, and even if he does this year, I'm not going to be out here like campaigning that we put Bo Perbula in. Like, I don't jump the gun that quick, but I, I, the, 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 the shoes he has to fill are, are somewhat big in Sean Clifford. Like, I'm not saying that Sean Clifford's a fucking legend. He's Dan Marino 2.0 or anything, but like he set. Uh, he is a legend, was, though. I mean, at Penn State, he is. At Penn State, he is. Exactly. I mean, when you own practically every passing record in school history. I mean, even if you get it because of longevity, you still have to be there. I mean, you, you have to still... be in the game too. Like Sean, Clifford, say, what, say what you want about Sean Clifford. Uh, I mean, there were games he probably shouldn't be out there um, and he was out there. So um, that's the one thing like Alars played two games. He looks great. Um, he's doing everything right so far, but, but I'm always, you know me, I'm, I'm Mr. Pessimistic. So I I'm, you know, I want him to continue to grow and get better and, and see better competition, obviously, because that's either going to make or break you for the time being and then and see what we have from there. But, um, yeah, through two games, it's great. I I, I don't think he'll be rattled in this in the slightest on the road because we, we saw him do it at Purdue in, in a game he shouldn't even have been in um, last season. So And he also played last year on the road at Indiana and was and – yeah, Rutgers too. And... Right, but he was phenomenal in Indiana. I think he had like two touchdown passes in Indiana. Like he saw a lot of he saw a lot of games, a lot of action that game. Um, uh, and he... in no, in fairness, I w- I probably would have looked good against Indiana too. But no, I <laughs> I, I just I just like ripping Indiana. I don't know why, but it's just a little ins- like a little joke of the show. But gotcha. but no, I I get what you're saying, hundred percent. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like he's never played on the road before, but he's never started on the, in a Big Ten road game. So this is just, but uh, yeah, I think that the way that the schedule schedule was constructed was just perfect. And I, so what I think is going to happen is 
when we do play Ohio State in the middle of October, I think he'll be ready. I mean, God forbid something bad happens with his injury, with an injury. I, I think this team is as good as advertised. Yeah, I hope so. I, 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 I'm curious to see the defense play a, a like a good offense. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like, a worthy offense. Right. That that's because I'm not saying they play. They gave up seven points. I can't sit here and and bitch moan and complain about it. I just there's times where I feel like they're they lap they they kind of like as far as concentration level, it seems like there's guys all over the place. Like it just doesn't seem like glued together yet. Which it's fine. It's only week two, but. Like you can't be having miscues against obviously the Ohio State, even like a Maryland team, where they ha- they seem to have a pretty good offense. Like we'll we'll see, but I- I'm just curious. I like I'm 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 anxious to s- and Miami goes up. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, uh, how how this team plays against. Like they've played great so far. They've they've played at expectation or even higher, but like now we're gonna start seeing like this team get tested a little bit and right. That's that's what what I mean. Every year for the last couple of years, it's been you know Penn State's a good team, but they're not. They're, or they're even James Franklin said it like we're a great program. Don't get it twisted, but we're not an elite program. Exactly. Or is this team worthy of of being an elite, not elite program, but an elite team this year? You know what I mean. So exactly, I, I'm definitely interested. I mean, glad glad to be sitting here two and zero. Oh. It could be. A hell of a lot worse, uh, but um, yeah. As they enter conference play, I mean, looking down the the schedule real quick after Illinois, um, you you Iowa at home, which now Iowa is not ranked anymore. Um, so that I mean, you you chalk that one up for a win. Hopefully, um, they are they are up on Iowa State right now, seventeen to three. But um, yeah, I, I Big Ten play back to back weeks after you know after playing. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia and Delaware, and then and then you go on the road again against. I mean, a Northwestern team once again that's not as good as they have been the last couple of years, but still, it's 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 a road Big Ten game. I I hope to see them play like not down to competition in any way. Like, don't you can't you can you can kind of take maybe Delaware lightly and and that type of thing, but you can't take another Big Ten team lightly and expect to win. Yeah, um, and. They have three Big Ten games in a row. Then they have UMass, and then they have the Ohio State games. So, I mean, <laughs> it's frustrating. It's I'm stupid because like all year I I can't wait for the season, and now I can't wait for us to get to Ohio State. Like just knock me out and wake me up a month and a half later. So wake me up I, when <laughs> September ends. <Yeah. laughs> nice fucking pool. Uh, <laughs> but it, exactly like. Because that's, I mean, our season, and it, it, it's sad that it, it's predicated on two games. But I mean, it is what it is. And here's a and here's a little hot take because I know in the past Penn State's not been great off bye weeks. Like they've come out absolutely. Fl- I think that's when they lost to Illinois in that nine over. I'm pretty sure that was after a bye week. Uh, well, I, I'll let you know in a second here because I can. But but I'm can you imagine like? Uh, like they come, they come home after playing Northwestern out there, and they have a bye week before the the UMass game. Can you imagine they come out and like str- like struggle into the third or like late in the third quarter? It's like a 
24, 21 game. Like, oh my God, I, that would make me so like, I'd rather struggle against Illinois, Illinois, uh, Iowa or Northwestern than, than obviously UMass. But then I'm glad in the back of my head at the same point then is I'm glad they don't have a bye week right before Ohio state. Cause I think that could ultimately play detrimental to them. Right. Uh, to answer your question. Yes, they did have a bye week before Illinois. Um, but that was also the first game after Clifford had gotten hurt at Iowa. So Clifford should not have been playing in that game. Not because he wasn't talented enough, just because you can clearly see he was not 100%. And the Roberson experiment was such an utter failure that I don't know if he saw another snap the rest of the year after that. No, I don't think I don't. I mean, maybe some I, downs and stuff. I really, I really don't think that he did. I don't um, think he threw a pass. I'll put it that way. I don't. He might have came in the game to you know nail well, the no. ball. He, he, okay, no, that, that was that was Iowa. So I'm, let's see what he did against Illinois. Uh, yeah, didn't play a snap against Illinois. Should have probably played the whole game because Clifford wasn't 100. Uh, percent Didn't see a snap against Ohio State. And we lost. Uh, and we lost to them by nine. That was a, that was a decent game. Like, uh, didn't get in against Maryland, and we won by thirty-one fourteen. Yeah, wow, this is crazy. Um, it's crazy to think what Sean Clifford never beat Ohio State. Like that's as close as he got too. Like he, I mean, you couldn't that game last year. I, I but he beat, but he beat Michigan twice. Yeah, yeah. It's just I I will forever have much more disdain for Ohio. Like, I just – if we lose to Michigan every year but beat Ohio State, I'd be pretty – I'd be okay with – not okay, but I'd be better with that. Yeah, but I think that's only because we've struggled more against Ohio State than Michigan. I, if, if the roles yeah. were reversed, yes, we'd probably correct. feel differently. And, but, and, uh, and just the fact that Tom Brady went to Michigan too, so I, I that, that carries a lot of weight. <laughs> uh, but – but yeah, I mean, as far as the game, I mean, the games today, what what really caught your eye? I mean, Notre Dame, Notre Dame continues to roll. Um, they're looking like they're getting back to to the Notre Dame that we not not know and love, but that we know <laughs> at least know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The, it was uh, well. First off, the weather played a factor today. Um, that I don't know if this is the hurricane that that's causing these outages, but. The, um, there were two or three games that were delayed for quite quite some time, uh, Notre Dame being one of them uh, because of lightning. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, Colorado. Nebraska, uh, yeah, yeah, Colorado and Nebraska. Nebraska's defense the first half of the game looked like the 1985 Bears. I don't think I've seen a more inspired defensive performance. And their quarterback – I don't think that he was on the take, but I think he was on the take. He he looked like he intentionally gave that game away. He fumbled <laughs> two fucking snaps. I mean, just the first or second interception he threw, I literally called it because he had just gotten done, like, fucking making another fuck up. I'm like, he's going to throw an interception. Pick. <laughs> it was just – it was, I – and the thing is, Matt Rule didn't take him out at all. And now he he rebounded in the second half with uh, like a 55-yard touchdown run. But at one point, 
my one of my daily fantasy teams quarterbacks had negative points you should never have negative points at in a fucking fantasy football league, <laughs> game. Uh, here's a hot take for you. I think Matt Rule's overrated. I'll be honest. I know we're we're two games into the to the Nebraska experience, but I know everybody loves this guy. Uh, I'm not. I don't know, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not on that. I'm not on that train. Let me put it that way. I. You know, it, it's interesting. Um, there's a lot, I mean, a lot of the love that comes for him is because he, he is a Penn Stater. He's part of the family. Um, but I don't necessarily know that I disagree with you. Um, I, although that Nebraska program was in such utter disarray that I think he will be successful there. And it, it's funny because you look at when new coaches in the NFL – are typically they have such a tough job because you're not going to a good team unless the coach retires. So w- when you get a job in the NFL or college for that matter, uh, you're going into a, a tough situation. So I, I mean, in that in that sense, he's he's done well. I mean, he did very well at Temple, and then he had. I mean, I think it took him two years at Baylor before he he turned them around. Um, but maybe, that's, that's an interesting, yeah. And maybe it's just like the Panthers. I mean, and, and maybe I should, I should grade him with a curve a little bit because the Panthers seem to be like just dysfunctional as any organization, like, like at the most dysfunction of any organization, because, yeah. um, I mean, you just look after Cam Newton, like left there, they've been just a dumpster fire of a team, right. um, and and when you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a good like. If Sam Darnold is your best option, you might as well just mail it in. Like I, <laughs> I am, I said that from day like when Sam Darnold played at USC, I was like, this guy won't be anything at the NFL, and I called that one. Like I, I just I had no belief in that guy. I just don't think. I mean, maybe the Jets ruined him, and and they've ruined a ton of guys over the years. It seems like, um, but <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, when you when you're the head coach and you have Sam Darnold, like you're you're not going very far. And I remember. I think they started out like four and zero or something, and I was like, "Yeah, just wait." Like it's, we're talking about Sam Darnold. We're not talking about um, Brett Favre or Jalen Hurts or Lamar or Josh right. Allen or any you know Mahomes, any of the the upper echelon like Herbert, any of them guys um, for that matter. So, so to address your hot Matt Rule take, his career record in college as a head coach is forty seven and forty four. Yeah, yeah, that's five sixteen. He's one and three in bowls now. It does take him typically a year to turn the program around. He took, um, but two years before they they get double digit wins. He was at Temple for two years. He went two and ten and six and six, and then his third year, ten and four, made a bowl. Uh, he was at Baylor when he went to Baylor, one and eleven the first year, seven and six, and then eleven and three, and made the Sugar Bowl, but lost in the Sugar Bowl to. Uh, to a uh, Georgia team that was up and coming. So um, yeah, that was uh, a powerhouse. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, this, the current dynasty anyway. <laughs> right. Um, right. So that's, that's an interesting take. Uh, one that I don't necessarily know. I can, he's never really been to, at a place long enough. I mean, 
Temple was his longest stop, and that was only four years. Yeah, and 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 I think like when you're judging these coaches, it's so tough because, like, I'm not saying somebody else could go into Alabama and have the success that Nick Saban has. I don't think they could. Um, like, I think if you put and there's a here's one that you might not like. If you put James Franklin at at Alabama, I don't think they'd be what they are. Like, I just don't. I maybe they'd be close um, because he would recruit very well and. Like, but, but my point being is like Temple, unless Temple would get enormous, you know, back support from like the alumni and things like like they, they'll never be Alabama. You know what I mean? They'll never have that. That and I know Alabama was bad for a while, but they have a super rich history of success. You know what I mean? So right, I, and they're a blue blood. So right. it's it's difficult, and that's where. Um, my best friend and I, we, we had this discussion um, on multiple occasions. Is Penn State a blue blood? And I would say no. They're they're the next tier, next step. Yeah, yeah. The next tier below being a blue blood. Right. Um, but Nebraska was a blue blood. Because they were very, I mean, even though they had never won a national championship under Tom Osborne until 94 and they screwed Penn State over, well, they didn't screw <laughs> Penn State over, the bol- the pollsters did. Um, <laughs> but they were one of the national powerhouses. I mean, just every year they were good, 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 good. Um, so I think, I think Rule will do well at Nebraska. Um, because he does recruit well but the thing is he doesn't like i it's confusing to me because he he doesn't seem like a very flashy type of guy or anything like that but he gets quality players but i think he's a fundamentally sound coach i think he players leave better than when they got there i think he's a good he coaches kids up well um and Franklin wouldn't probably have the success of Saban, but he would he'd still be successful in Alabama. Because the thing about Alabama is it is almost the perfect system. You look at those offense, you look at his coaches that go on to, I mean, amazing success. And it is just, it is like the most perfect built machine. Just, and it, I mean, when when you lose two games and that's a down season for you, that's that's pretty. That's a, yeah, impressive. that's like a devastating season for them. Um, <laughs> so if you look at it, too, I'm going to ask you a question just based on what you just said, though. Is uh, so 2009 since Saban's been there, 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, 17, and 2020. So it's one, two, three, four, six, right? Five. Yeah, six. Yep. Over or under. James Frank, let, let's say he walks into the same Alabama Crimson Tide doors uh, over under two national championships for James Franklin. Does he have the same staff as Saban? Uh, I'll say 50% of the staff because you got to think. I think he'd be guys. right at two. So he gets at least one. He, it's a then- push. Because <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think some of those Alabama squads were so just fucking gifted and talented. I mean, they were. There were probably times where they could they could have beat a very 
But no, I mean, they could have held their own against some of the shitty NFL teams. I've, I've said the same thing, and people say that's fucking insane to, to say that. Yeah, I don't think – I don't think that they would win because the physical maturity of the of those adults. I mean, first off, I believe that almost every NFL player is probably on some sort of PED. Just, I mean, um, but then second, you've got 27, 28-year-old men versus 18-year-old kids. Um, but those Alabama squads would have been competitive. Yeah, I mean, because there were some bad Jacksonville teams and Texan teams, and Detroit, Miami, Detroit when they didn't win a goddamn game, <laughs> Cleveland when, yeah, there were some bad, really epically bad NFL teams. And Did, didn't Miami go a year without winning a game? I think they went zero, and they might have I, won one. That's uh, well, we shall find out. Um, they were really bad for. What it seemed like a, a while. Uh, let's see here. We're in their uh, franchise and encyclopedia. Uh, well, they haven't won a game this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's in, a stat. In 07, they were 1 and 15. Okay. I think they could have kept up with that team. Yeah. Like, let's um, say the 09, the 09 national championship team could have kept up with that. 07 Dolphins team because I remember yeah. how bad that team was f- horrible like they had no heart either like they it just like there were some Lions teams that I was like man I think they still are playing that playing their ass off like that that Dolphins team pretty much I I thought mailed it in was uh, that the team that Saban was on that coach uh, no no, no he, he Cam Cameron was their coach then I don't even know who that is uh, so he used to coach Indiana and he wasn't even successful in Indiana, and then he, he got into the NFL somehow. That's like uh, Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion. I don't think he – I don't know why they they threw him the keys to the Cardinals and then – Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> that's funny you say that because I heard somebody say that. They're like, he wasn't even successful in college, and then he gets a head coaching job in, in the NFL. Um but he's he's uh, the OC now out at USC, right? Or uh, Oklahoma? He's an offensive coordinator or something. Yeah, USC. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, here's a hot take. Like I remember when I think I forget what school it was, but they were talking about bringing Mike Tom. I, maybe it was Michigan when when Harbaugh like when Harbaugh was really struggling, and they brought up Mike Tomlin as as potentially a candidate, and he's like. He's like, I, I'm the, I'm going to dismiss that right away. Like, I, there's no other. I mean, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, this is a marquee organization. I would never go back to college when I this, the coach of the Steelers. And I'm thinking, like, people hate that I say this, man, but I, I think a lot of their failures over the years are his fault. And I'm, really? I'll, I'll die on that hill because he's what he's a defensive minded coach, right? Like, that's why when he came over from the Vikings, it was like, oh shit, you know, here comes Mike Tomlin, like. This guy's a defensive guru. How many times have they they gone to the playoffs and get fucking destroyed on defense? Like, well, okay. So today in the Nebraska Colorado game, um, Colorado ended up putting up some gaudy numbers. I mean, Sanders went over three hundred yards passing again and things like that. But that was not due to the fact that 
Nebraska's defense was bad. They were just on the field so goddamn long. Yeah. Um. So, to, to be like, I know that fucking Pittsburgh cost me money in uh, Brady's first Super Bowl year because when New England went in there to and and beat them, they were I think like seven or ten point underdogs, and I had taken Pittsburgh on the money line. They were, I'll never forget this, they were minus 300. They were three to one favorites, and I dropped 300 on them. Like, this is a lock. It's a lock <laughs> of the century. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but I don't blame you because that was before we knew, like, what New England what, really but, turned into. What, yeah, we did, had no idea what Brady was. Uh, but, Michigan's now up 35 to nothing. And interestingly enough, McCarthy's still in there. He's 22 of 25. Oh, good. I yes. wonder if anybody's bitching about their uh, – their because Harbaugh's not there the first three games, remember. I wonder if anybody's accusing them of running the score up. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Absolutely but, not. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, I, I've I've been on the, like, Mike Tomlin. So you Mike Tomlin fan then. No, I, I – th- and, and a lot of – so I think Steelers fans are a lot more – I'm not going to say fair, fair weather, like more patient. I'll put it that way. Cause like if the Eagles made the, I mean, you remember when the Eagles were making the playoffs every single year and losing, like there were people that were like, all right, Andy Reid needs to go. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was not like a hot take. That was, it, it was probably 50, 50, if not like 60, 40 that he needed to go. And now like all these, and I, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, people I talk to friends, things like that. They're Steelers fans are like, man, you know, he's a consistent head coach. And I'm like, look, man, he, he is the guy he, well, he's the girl that you take the prom and she looks good all night. And then you, you get home and, and she leaves you in the driveway. Like that's what Mike <laughs> Tomlin is to me because he'll get you there. He'll some way, somehow you'll, I mean, even in, in the, their worst years, they've, they've managed to be over 500. Like it, it's, you know, even when you thought no shot, this team's finally going to be under 500 whatever. Like they're not the Cowboys. They they seem to overachieve no matter what the roster looks like. But there were teams in that in that, and I know it was the Brady dynasty. But like, I don't know, man. I just think some of these coaches get, and the Steelers run their organization like that, where they have a super long leash on these guys. Like they pretty much let them coach until they don't want to anymore. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't get it. Like Kingsbury. I'm not saying Mike Tomlin's awful. I'm by no means, I, but I don't think he's like great either. I don't think he's. I think he's okay. I think he's decent. He's he's all right. I, I, I don't. He's not what he's built up to be, though. Right. He he's not, in my opinion. Like he's just not. So, I I don't know if I can agree with that because uh, he does have what two Super Bowls? Oh, one actually. One. Okay. And and and, and then, in my opinion, that was Cowher's team. So I mean, see, like I I go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I see I, I wrestle with it, that kind of take because um, but then again uh, I said the exact same thing when Barry Switzer took over for Jimmy Johnson and the Cowboys won because I I mean I hated both of those guys but I hated Switzer more so, I'm just, so it was convenient for me to say well that was the team that, but Jimmy it, it literally did construct that team um, and while he may not have put that team together, he still had to coach that team into the Super Bowl and win it. So um, 
yeah, maybe he doesn't get a, as much credit. Um, he doesn't deserve as all the credit, but you, if you're a bad coach, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Like, I don't know too many bad coaches. Um, well, I mean, look, I'm not going to say Pete Carroll's a bad coach, but he cost them a Super Bowl. I mean, like, I, oh, absolutely. And, and he has, and that's the thing, he has a Super Bowl. So it's like, was it the Legion of Boom that was just so good? And like Pete Carroll was kind yeah. of along for the ride, or you know what I mean? Like, but I, I remember a, a play where Belichick went for it deep in his own territory and missed it. And people were like, oh my God, what the hell was he doing? But you think about all the plays that Belichick did like that, where they made it. Um, if I, he, uh, yes, Pete Carroll made it, made an error, but if, if that play would have worked, he, I mean, it was, it was unexpected. The, the, the guy, the defender was just happened to be out of place. Well, per, per usual, uh, Joey has to uh, oppose my opinion and piss me off. So, uh, <laughs> no, let's let, let's hear uh, let's hear the defense for uh, for my guy Mike Tomlin. So, you brought up a, a, an interesting point recently. Uh, you said that he's been there for too long with only accomplishing what he has. Uh, so, how long has he been there? Uh, I think he, what he took, I think it was the second year they went to the Super Bowl. So that would have been 20. Let me see. I don't yeah, know. I, I've, I've got it. I'm bringing it up now. Uh, he has been there since 2007. Okay. And it, you, you were right. His second year memory is pretty, is a lot better than what you give yourself credit. Um, <laughs> They won the Super Bowl in 2008, and then they lost two years later. So in his first five years, he made the Super Bowl twice okay. and was one and one. Since and then, then. Since then. Since then, uh, they've made the, the wild cards one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven times. In roughly uh, fourteen years, uh, no, twelve years. I see. I like stability, and I think that's what Tomlin brings. Now, I once heard somebody say that he lets the players run the team instead of being more of an authoritarian, and I don't necessarily agree with that, um, but he also had a Hall of Fame quarterback for the majority of his career there. Uh, that helps. That that can cover a lot of a lot of boo boos. So that's that's an interesting take. You're, you're not the first person that I've heard say that, um, but you're the not many people say it as emphatically as you do or as you have so um i don't know like i'm a, i i don't like pittsburgh so I, I i think it's great that he's not more successful and maybe that's why i don't <laughs> i'm not looking at this uh purely objectively because i i, I want him to do poorly um, well okay so we can look at it like this 
Um, like last season with, I mean, Kenny Pickett wasn't great, and I and I'm a big. I do like Kenny Pickett. I'll be I'll be front and center. I I do like. I think he he's a gamer. That's what I like about it. I'm not saying he's even in the top 15 of most talented quarterbacks in the league. He, he probably isn't, but that guy, he's a he's a warrior in my opinion. Like I saw, I think it was Ed Oliver that tried to like break his leg into th- five different places. And, <laughs> And he got up and shoved, and he he got right in his face. And ever since that moment, I was like, "That guy is a fucking savage." Like, <laughs> I know he's in pads and and everything else, but like, I just I like Kenny Pickett. I I don't know what he's gonna be, you know, ultimately in this league, but um, I think no matter who the quarterback is, I think Tomlin gives you some step some type of stability. But in my opinion, I think he is he's the guy Overrated. that. He he doesn't do enough with what he what he had. He didn't he didn't do enough with the teams that he's had. And like on both sides of the ball. I mean, some of the Steelers teams were absolutely like just ridiculous. Um so like th- that being said, maybe he can maximize, you know, some of the shortcomings like or or some of the teams that aren't as good. Um and and make th- those teams better, but I don't think he doesn't get the most out of a good team. He might get more out of a bad team than some, but he doesn't get the most out of a great, great or good team. So I, I just, I don't know. I mean, Kenny Pickett, if you look at the numbers, Kenny Pickett, 63 completion percentage, seven touchdowns, nine picks, not at all impressive really. Um, but I, I just, I don't know, man. I, and the Steelers probably won't, I, and they managed to, to finish, like we said, over 500. I don't think they're going to make a change anytime soon. Um, it's just, I I just don't really think that he is he's the guy for he's not going to get he's overstayed his welcome and yeah he's overstayed his welcome at this point I I like as much as you make the point of I like stability I like not going to the playoffs and losing like if I'm a, if I'm a Steelers fan <laughs> and and they're in the loaded AFC now which is extremely extremely tough I get that um, but so let like, me ask look, you this look at look at Doug Peterson how he got kicked out out the back door and he won a Super Bowl. Right. Not that Tomlin hasn't, but it's been a long ass fucking time. Let's put it that way. Did you think Andy Reid had stay, overstayed his welcome um, in Philly? See, I think that's a little different because I think Philly they never gave McNabb weapons, in my opinion. Other than Brian Westbrook, like he was thrown to trash cans. You know what I mean? So um except for the year with T.O. Except for and look, they went to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Right, and I mean, he put up, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think if 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 the Eagles were a more complete team and they had the same result, then yes, I would have said Andy Reid. I I think Andy Reid got a tough shake because I think Joe Banner wasn't a good GM. You know what I mean? So, okay, but that was the the argument that I heard for releasing him was the fact that he wasn't able to get through the players anymore because they had heard the same rah-rah speech for 10 years or, or whatever. And what's crazy is the fact that I can remember Andy Reid's first year and when he drafted Donovan McNabb and they booed and stuff like that. Were you a McNabb fan? I was, yeah, I was. I, I, I Me too. I He was incredibly frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it, it, I don't know. I, I just think 
No, not the Vita. The, I, I just think Mike Tomlin is not what people think he is. I, I, I'm just not. I, I don't understand the outcry of support this guy gets when, like, it's been a long ass time since they've done really much of anything. And then when when Cleveland came in there and absolutely dismantled that that Steeler team, like with Baker Mayfield. No, nothing against Baker Mayfield, but I was like, good God! Like they gave up fifty some points in that game, and Tomlin, you know. He credits himself to be such a good defensive mind. I'm like, so we have a developing situation here. Iowa State is down by seven against Iowa, and I was punting with a minute and fifty one seconds left. Iowa State's going to get the ball back on their twenty yard line. Uh, Joey House is putting a little parlay, not a parlay, but a little wager on <laughs> Iowa because they <laughs> they are. 18 to 1 to come back to win. Uh, Iowa State. Iowa State, I mean, yes. The good old Cyclones, right? The good old um, Cyclones. Joey House just put a, a little nine, $9 wager on Iowa State that will return 171 if it hits. <laughs> I think I might uh, ride that wave with you. <laughs> just for, I mean, shit, put down 2 or $3. Oh my God, Texas A&M is making me sick. Uh, yeah, no, I I think uh, I might even put five. You gotta do it quick though, because it, they just got the ball back. They're probably gonna lock it here shortly. I put a five on it, five okay. piece. I put a five on it. Five on it. Five for ninety-five. We'll take it. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, what what other? I mean, not. I mean, Mike Tomlin gets got enough. Got enough haterade for this. I'm sure the, the Steelers will sneak in the playoffs this year, and they'll and be all. They'll be, no, I don't. No way, <laughs> and Michael say, "How you like me now, bitch?" And I'll say, "I well, I you know you know this is this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna be a wild card team. They're not gonna win that in the North, but they're gonna sneak in, maybe win one playoff game, and that'll secure his job on, on yet another year. And the Steelers <laughs> fans will be like." Well, we're happy with that. You know, we're – I'm just – maybe I'm just impatient, but I would not be cool with just what he's what he's doing. But anyways, a, guy, a good head let's, – let's let's go to a coach that you, you can't really debate if he's good or not is uh, Nick Saban uh, and the rolling t- – the tide that is rolling every year pretty much. Um, what do you think uh, – what do you think about Alabama's game tonight? I had uh, posted a question on Twitter was which game was bigger, uh, Colorado, Nebraska, or Texas, Alabama? Um, and the overwhelming answers were Texas, Alabama. Um, it's, it's interesting because th- this is actually going to, this matchup will start happening with much more frequency next year. Oh my God! They, oh, Iowa State had it fourth and I'm sorry. This is what happens when you watch when you're betting and watching live football while doing a podcast. Iowa State had it on fourth and one, tried to run the goddamn ball and got stuffed in the backfield because they suck. Wow, that's it. That's... Yep. Bye bye, five dollars. Yep, that's. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Sorry. Yeah, it does. Uh, it is what it is. I was already spending that 170. God damn it. Um, <laughs> but it's um, 
Alabama is, is answered, um, has started to answer some questions. This will be a good test for them uh, because since uh, their, court, uh, their quarterback had left last year. Help me out here. Uh, Alabama's quarterback? Yeah. Bryce. I don't even know. Uh, this year, I'm not, let me see. No, uh, who was your quarterback last year since he – Oh, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce Young. Who? Yeah, Br- Bryce Young last year. I thought it was Bry- – I knew it was Bryce. I, yeah. See, this is how – this is how fucked up Iowa State just got me in the head. I can't even think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, replacing – Bryce Young, uh, they were, I mean, everybody, it, they had a little bit of co- uh, competition between Milrow and Buckner and Simpson. Uh, Milrow seems to have established himself as the starter, but uh, it, Saban said something very interesting. He said, just because Milrow was named the starter, that doesn't mean that the competition's over. It's just begun. And I love that statement um i was a backup quarterback all my life and the competition was over before it even began because a whole litany of reasons so i always root for the backup quarterback if if there's if the skill levels are comparable like now i wouldn't want to see prebula start over alar i mean even though i I, i'm a big bow fan because he's from the hometown and and whatnot um alar is just generational talent so um Milro looked good last week though um but it was against middle tennessee state this is uh gonna be a, a little bit i mean it's they have a little bit of a revenge factor even though they didn't lose to texas last year they they almost lost to him they had to kick a, a game-winning field goal time running out so it was it was a slobber knocker of a fucking fight though. I mean, they <laughs> kicked the shit out of each other. I, uh, Texas's quarterback got knocked out of the game. I mean, it was it was uh, I mean a, a fucking war. Um, this game is argue or is uh, has been lined to be a little bit more high explosive. Um, I think Alabama. The total is last I saw it was in the hot. Um, I, I just fucking. I guess I'm tired because I don't even know what the what the total is now. Um, <laughs> I know I know Bam is favored by seven, um, but the uh, yeah the over under is fifty three and a half, so they're expecting it to be a, a little bit more offensive fireworks. Um, I I like I like uh, Alabama is a, is a tough place to win in coming in sure. on the road for um, sure. And I just, I mean, as much as I don't like Alabama, I respect Alabama. They're they're like a high state to me. I I hate a high state with every fiber of my being, but I can respect the fact that they are a good program. They, Damn, you they, hate you hate Alabama to the level you hate Ohio State or no? Close because, but because it's jealousy. It, it's it's all predicated on jealousy. I mean, because they've been so state. good for so long. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I see, and I was, I mean, growing up in the 80s, we used to play Alabama somewhat regularly. Like, I think we played them 
four or five times in the 80s. Um, so I, but yeah, it's just, it's just jealousy. I just want Penn State to be that good. I remember when uh, when Penn State went down there. I think it was Joe Paul era, and good God, they got the brakes beat off of them that night. I mean, it was like that was. I think that was Joe Paul's last year. Um, that might have even been the year that that they forced him out when um, 2011. Because I, I remember that as well. Uh, God, that was painful to watch. I just remember uh, that that game was just. Yeah, it was never was... close. It was never. Just no. depressing. It um, was one of those like you just sit there and just think, God, we are not, you know, on the level <laughs> of, of, of this team. So but that was also a, a national championship team. Right. And, and it, it, but yes, you hit the nail on the head. It should well, it's twenty seven to eleven. I mean I don't that, that doesn't seem right. I feel like we played them one time and it was like fifth and I guess oh wait, maybe twenty ten. That was yeah. twenty four. 2010 was 24 to three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, and then 24 to 11. Maybe it was that 24 to three. It felt like it was like 58 to three though. That right. night. Well, I had, um, I had run a little book, uh, in 2011 and my big guy wanted to bet Bama. And I, I, I'm like, I put a cap on his bet. He wanted to put down like $500 on like, <laughs> Uh, so we yeah. have to ask what what happened in this in the game. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 fucking it's shot out, man. Uh, that wasn't a good <laughs> face because that looked like a good like. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I see that they're uh, now down by twelve. Um, bombs, so, man, absolute bombs. Yeah, well, I mean, God. So I. I I'm calling tonight for Alabama to win and to cover the spread. Uh, I also have the game going over, but not as big of a play. But the uh, the Oracle does have Alabama covering um, the spread, covering the seven points. Who are you who are you rooting for? Oh, I'm always rooting for the team playing Bama. I'm not a Bama. Fan. I, I'm not. I do like Nick Saban a lot. Um, I like him far more than Belichick. I know they make the comparisons like, you know, Belichick dominates the, or dominated the NFL doesn't anymore. Hopefully he doesn't tomorrow either. But uh, and then Nick, Nick Saban dominates college. But I've always like I do like Saban. But I mean, I'm tired of them, too. Like, I, I never once sat down and rooted for them. I mean, if they if they played Al or I'm sorry, if they played Ohio State, I would I would root for Bama all day and tomorrow. Um, but. I still that that's about the only time. And Michigan, if they played Michigan, I'd root for Alabama. Um, but I real I'm not a I'm not a fan. Like I don't care Big Ten or not. Like I don't. I hope Michigan and Ohio State burn. So <laughs> I uh, I'm definitely pulling for Texas. I mean, if they if they make it a game, that'll be cool. Um, obviously, you want the spread to cash. So I mean, if Alabama can just you know cover the spread in the, in the last minute or two, I I'd be cool with that. I, I fully expect Alabama to win. I think Alabama's on a crash course to go to the national championship this year just because of um they haven't been in the mix in a little bit and it, every, yeah, it seems like forever, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. And and it every time that happens, I'm like, all right, they'll be back and sure enough they are. So um wouldn't be surprised if they get back there somehow, some way and 
Um, I, I, I would be shocked if they lose tonight. I mean, it would be cool. I would like to see it, but I would be, I would be shocked. Maybe we could have a uh, Penn State Bama matchup in the CFP. I don't want that. I really, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel confident. Uh, would you rather play Bama or Georgia? Oh my God, that's like, it's like would I, would I rather have diarrhea or throw up? Like that's yeah. about where diarrhea I'm diarrhea all day. Not even close. I guess, yeah. I mean, I would rather have a weekend worth of diarrhea than throw up two times. A weekend, a weekend's like now you're now the mental aspects in it because now you're like, is this ever gonna end? You know, like <laughs> after <laughs> after one day of it, you're like, and and then you start the next day with with that. Like, I get the whole I, the whole adage of uh, you know, tomorrow's a new like maybe today didn't go well, tomorrow's a new day. But if you wake up that second day and you're already – oh, man, I don't know. I, I, think I have I, never bro. thought <laughs> – you are a hypochondriac. <laughs> <laughs> Two days of diarrhea. Is it ever going to happen? <laughs> well, it's just like, good God, like, you know what I mean? Like maybe it rolls into Monday, midday, and then you're like, all right. I, two, I like throw it up twice. That's like it's over and done. Like I, I, that's over and done with, you know? Yes. Um, I'll take that all day. I, I don't – throwing up is not the worst thing to me. Uh, I, I, it makes – like my eyes water, but I physically cry. Like I used to – I can remember <laughs> when I was a kid, literally being nauseous is the only thing that ever made me pray. <laughs> I would pray to God. I'm like, God, I promise I'll be good. I'll do every, anything you want. Just don't make me throw up. And he very rarely did. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Made, made me religious. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever works, right? I mean, um, but no, that that's what uh man, a weekend full of I no way. Miss me miss me with that. As this as the kids say, miss me with that. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I think that pretty much wraps up <laughs> a very not, you have forgotten the fucking badgers. How oh yeah, yeah. See uh Joey off air. Joey bashes me for having two baseball teams. Don't don't get it. Don't get it confused. <laughs> yeah. So I got, yeah. I got. And these are in the same conference. Yeah, this is like if I was a Phillies and a and Mets fan. Well, no, because they're they're like like Phillies and Nationals. Let's say that because they're not real like rivalry type. Right. They're so, they're in the same conference but different divisions. Right, like, right, it, right. Baseball doesn't have that. Would almost be like being a a Phillies and a Cardinals fan. Yeah. Yep. Um, good, good, good comparison there. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm pretty decent with analogies. Um, <laughs> my love of Wisconsin came actually. I've ever since Wisconsin adopted jump around. No, that is, yeah, you can't beat that. You, I wish Penn I was, State would have done that. Like, yes. why was that not? That would be. <laughs> I think I could feel it from from my house if they did that. So, I was a freshman in college when House of Pain released Jump Around. So that song has always resonated in me and is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, but then I also, I covered them for six months. Uh, it was the first uh, team that I covered as a writer. And that taught me a love of Wisconsin. Um, and I am, I'm also a very, very big admirer of, their, their coaching staff, Luke Fickle and Phil Longo. I think those are just some of the uh, the great football minds of today, the up-and-coming minds. Um, 
So Wisconsin is um, in a bit of a revenge scenario where they actually did lose. Uh, they're traveling out to uh, Pullman, Washington to play Washington State tonight. And last year, Washington State traveled to Madison and emerged victorious 17-14 as a 17-point dog. And that game, probably more than anything, was the the beginning of the, or was almost the the straw that broke the camel's back in the in the career of Paul Christ, and very soon thereafter, uh, Wisconsin fired him. So there is, I mean, if you believe in revenge scenarios, there is a huge one going on there. Um, Last week, Wisconsin had two running uh, – both of their running backs had over 100 yards and uh, two touchdowns. Uh, they have a – they had three four-star quarterbacks transfer in this year. So they're, they're, in, in the portal season. They very well could be a threat to Penn State and the likes of the, the upper echelon of the Big Ten. Yes. I, I believe – I mean, I'm actually calling for a high – Wisconsin to beat Ohio State because the the uh, they played them the week after Ohio State gets done playing us. So there's going to be two. Ohio State's probably already going to be pissed off that they lost to us, and tough to back to back tough games is is and and it's in Madison. So I think Wisconsin probably, in all reality, they'll probably go like eleven and one, but they're going to be in the Big Ten West representing the Big Ten West in the Big Ten Championship. So we will play them one time in the Big Ten Championship, and then we'll let the chips fall where they may. See, but, and then and then Joey doesn't have a – he he, he, uh, he can't lose because he's, he's such a – he's a little Wisconsin uh, home, uh, homer now. That, uh, <laughs> that he, I would – well, see, it, it, now I was not a uh, – I mean, I liked Wisconsin, but when they did meet each other in the Big Ten Championship – I was sick as fuck when we were down by two touchdowns multiple times in that game. Yeah, no, I'm giving you a hard. I'm, 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 totally, I'm totally. I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm poking I, the bear just to try and get you a little, <laughs> a little irritated. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. so Wisconsin is they're only favored by um, I think it's down to five points now. But the uh, wager that that I've focused in on is the under the under fifty eight. Um, I think that everybody has talked about uh, Phil Longo's air raid because he's a disciple of Mike Leach, uh, rest in peace, and and how just explosive offensively that is. And while that's the case, um, when he has running backs, he uses them very effectively. Um, but the 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 list of receivers that have come out of Phil Longo's offenses, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. I mean, there there's um there's another one that's I'm drawing a blank on it and a good tight end. So he I mean he puts he puts out good receivers and in good quarterbacks as well. So I think that uh Wisconsin wins tonight. Um, if I had to venture, uh, if I was a gambling man. I I would say that they probably cover the spread, but the the under fifty eight 
they ball control offense. They, they have a, a decent defense that slows down the, the Cougars. And I see this being a more of a, sl a slugfest. I don't think it will be as low as 17-14, but I think it will be in the vicinity of like 30-21, something like that. All well with under 58. Fair enough. Take it to the bank and deposit it. But uh, Unfortunately, by the time you hear that, the game will be over. But... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, just some some personal things came up this week, and uh, yeah, I like I, I I hate to be uh, Debbie Downer, but I feel like every time I try and make some steps forward, you know, I get shoved back in some form or fashion. So hopefully that uh, that comes to to an end with with that type of with that type of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously sitting here two and zero, Penn State rolling through with uh, West Virginia first and Delaware today. Uh, they don't move anywhere in the polls. They'll still stay seven, which is fine by me. That like polls for us right now don't matter because as as long as they win, they'll everything else will take care of the take care of itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're I mean, literally but, in control of their own destiny. Yeah, because because seeing Ohio State and, and Michigan and the two teams that are there they're chasing in the Big Ten. So um yeah, we'll see how that progresses. Uh Illinois this coming week. I expect a, a win. Um Oh yeah. So what, what do you think that what do you think the spread will be? Uh man, that's tough to say. I'll I'll just like go out on kind of like I'll say it's like a eight ah, fourteen point spread. Yeah, I I think that's I think it'll be uh it'll start out between fourteen and seventeen points. Now it may fluctuate beyond that, but I think that's where it'll start at. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good good bet. Well, we'll see. Uh, just got to shout out the the uh, you know our, our little podcast community here. Uh, definitely check out the uh, fourteen twenty sports podcast with uh, Brent and Dave, and they do like just about eight million shows. Brent Brent does over there, so definitely give those guys a listen. Give uh, Jim at Fan in the Van a listen. Uh, two dudes with sports news alongside uh, the Steel and Teal Talk, which features Fan in the Van. Uh, is this a bad take? They do a lot of uh, different shows on the uh, Two Dudes Sports Network, so check those guys out. Obviously, we'll tag everybody else that uh, that we like to retweet and uh, or I'm sorry, it's not retweet now. It's uh, uh, repost. Repost. Yeah, we'll we'll get that get that ironed out. But yeah, as always, thanks for for all the listens. Um, you know, we're on Spotify, Apple Music. Feel free to give us a a review, five star, hopefully, and uh, I'll leave Joey to close it out. But as as uh as always, definitely thank you for the for the listens, downloads, and uh, support for the for the brutally honest sports podcast. Absolutely, um, gee, I'm not used to uh, having the closing words here, and he put me on the spot, so thanks a whole <laughs> lot for that. But uh, yeah, we hope that your uh, your health issues uh, iron themselves out, and you're able to sit in in relative comfort. Um, but Finally, we can go to sleep and wake up and the Eagles be playing tomorrow. That that we can, yeah. I'm I'm much more excited for college than I am the NFL, but hey, I won't complain that the NFL is back. Put it that way. <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't excited this weekend. I knew what was going to happen. Uh, th th that excitement level will start to rise. It was there last week. I mean, the game against West Virginia because it was the first game, but it, it's the first game against New England. They're traveling to Foxborough, it's going to be, I, I think they're honoring touchdown Tommy. Yeah, of course and, they are. I mean, 
I, it's it's going to be tough. I the uh, a lot of the pundits are are having the Patriots win. I I think the Eagles win, but I don't know if they cover. Um, but I will definitely have a uh, a couple of Philly stacks on my DFS teams. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'll be and and we might even throw up an NFL episode uh, before, but we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely start pumping back out the content. Um, and we're everything. we're gonna try to get a a recap done um, every game day, so you can uh, you can listen and and hear our interesting and often humorous takes. Uh, but we'll we'll get that out the. Uh, either the day of the game or, or the day after if it's a night game yes sir so that pretty much does it um uh, nfl's back college football is in full swing mlb postseason will be here before you know it which i'm excited Life is about good. so it'll be fun yep so talk to you guys later uh Peace. oh and where can we find you at uh joey oh you can uh find me uh at doc sports under joey house and i am the uh pretty much the lead uh collegiate uh content writer for um during the football season there and also uh game time sharks that about does it peace Peace out